Hello and welcome to Fearlessly Freelance, the podcast for freelance women who want to unlock freedom in life and in business, build their confidence and create a purposeful and rewarding career. I'm your host, Seals Lockley, former freelancer turned agency owner and business mentor. Having spent over a decade riding the freelance roller coaster myself, I know just how much this journey can challenge you, which is why I'm here to help and inspire you to run your business with confidence on your own terms and most importantly, in a way that feels good for you. I have a question for you. Do you celebrate when you succeed in business? Do you celebrate your wins? Do you celebrate when something good happens or when you learn something? If the answer is no, then maybe this episode will help you in just getting a little bit more connected to why that's such a good thing to do. And maybe get you more comfortable with the idea of celebrating you and celebrating your success. Now, if you know anything about the Fearlessly Freelance community, you will know that I am a big advocate of all things freelance. And particularly, I am a hype girl of every freelancer that ever walked this land because I know how much work goes into it. And I take my hat off to you if you have chosen to take this brave path in your career. Hyping you is just part of the way that I feel I can give back in the community. It's so rewarding for me to see you succeed and see you growing. And I just love watching your businesses play out and see what you're doing next. And so, yeah, like I love celebrating your success, but I also really want you to feel comfortable celebrating your success as well. Now, we have a bit of a problem. As women, we are pretty rubbish at this stuff. And here's why. As a gender, we have always been taught to sit still, stay quiet, act pretty, act gentle, be beautiful, don't speak, don't take up space, uh, certainly don't speak your mind, and certainly do not, whatever you do, show off. Let's just leave that for the boys because they're a bit, you know, raucous and silly and they're allowed to show off. No, sorry, no, I'm not buying it. Women we are allowed to celebrate and show off as well. Now you might think, I don't want to show off. That's not me. That's not my personality. I'm not asking you to show off. I'm asking you to think about yourself being a positive image of yourself, being that you have succeeded in something and that you really proud of yourself because being proud of yourself is not a bad thing. It is not a crime to think of yourself in a positive light. And unfortunately, we've been taught our whole lives to downplay our success, to shrink it, to make it sort of almost by the by, you know, just let's just sweep that to one side and focus on somebody else because I don't want to talk about how great I am. It's very difficult and uncomfortable for us to, to kind of bathe in success, bathe in a celebration of ourselves. And so you will find this process quite difficult at times. But I want to nudge you further into the, the, the waters of hyping yourself because this is a really important part of growing yourself as a business owner and growing your business. Because (laughs) if you don't hype yourself, babe, no one else will, apart from me, obviously, I'll always hype you. But nine times out of 10, 
you know, yes, you'll have coaches and you'll have, you know, people in your network who respect and admire you and hype you from time to time. But most of the time, the only people, the only person, sorry, who is going to really hype you is you. And you can take inspiration from the uh, <laughs> from the rap stars of the of the music world, you know, like Kanye West. I mean, somebody who is not ashamed to hype himself whenever the opportunity arises. And all it has done, obviously, you can take it too far. I think he has. But what it has done is it has helped him. It has actually helped him build his profile. And he has created a buzz around himself because he hypes himself. And there are lots of other people that do this, lots of other famous figures who, you know, they engineer their own message. That's part of of your personal brand. That's how you grow your personal brand is by believing your own hype. And again, you might be thinking, well, you know, that just sounds a little bit like self-centered and narcissistic. And I just want to run a business. I'm not here to, you know, show off and tell people how great I am. But self-belief is something that you need to focus on if you want to attract more business. And this is, this is why it's so important because if we don't believe in ourselves, if we don't believe in what we're selling, if we don't believe that it's good, if we don't believe in our methods, then why is anybody else going to believe in it? And I, it took me years to realize this because I've always just thought, I've just got to do the job and like I'm good at my job and I'm skilled and I'm just going to do the job and whatever. And it doesn't matter what I feel about myself or the work, I just want to deliver. And actually, if you're delivering, but you're not believing that what you do is great and you don't actually sell that back to your client, then they're not going to believe it either. So we have to plant seeds of confidence in our clients and in ourselves from the word go. And the only way you're going to do that is if you start to really believe that you have what it takes to do what you do and that you are absolutely fucking amazing because you are obviously I don't need to tell you that but maybe you need to hear it but self-belief will take you a long way as a business owner remember that your success does not hinge on your skills as much as you think it does 80% of your success will be down to your mindset 20% will be down to your skills so this is a big part of that mindset piece getting really confident in what you do, getting really comfortable in what you stand for and your message and how you help people. And when you're really clear about that, it's so much easier to talk about what you do and to pitch yourself and to win those clients. Okay, so I want to talk about success because I think success is such a It's a a word that I think is important when we're talking about the context of business and goals, but it can be very, it can be kind of confusing to a lot of people because we all have this idea of what success needs to be. So success often gets glamorized. Success often gets misinterpreted as, you know, six figures and a big house and a shiny car and loads of holidays and just this kind of luxury champagne lifestyle. Sure. If that's what you want, if that's what success means to you, babe, you go for it. I am literally waving the flag for you, whatever, whatever success means to you. But just a reminder that success does not have to be that. That is not the ultimate success model because your version of success might be very different to that. So for you, success might be a completely different cocktail 
of different things. Like it might be more of a, you know, a lower income than six figures. And that's fine. If you don't want to earn six figures and all the stress that comes with that, that's fine too. That doesn't mean to say you're a failure. And that's the problem with kind of uh, this, this culture we live in where success and money and material possessions seem to be just the center of everything. So I want you to stop getting distracted by that because that isn't necessarily what's going to bring you happiness. The happiness comes from knowing that you've achieved what you set out to do and also that you are living your truth. And I will dive into this in another episode on this podcast. But if you are not living in alignment with your truth, you will not be happy and you will not be successful. Success only comes, I truly believe, when you have that alignment of those three things, when all those forces join together. So stop worrying about what everyone else is doing. Stop worrying about making 10K a month or whatever so-and-so saying, you know, in your other Facebook group. Focus on what success means to you and build that vision out. You know, you might be doing a vision board. You might just have it sort of written out in a, you know, in a document somewhere. But get that idea of success out for yourself and really make it a tangible thing that you can work towards. Doesn't matter if it's not as big, shiny and fancy as maybe the next person, because for you, success might mean something as simple as I want to work three days a week. I want to earn 5K a month consistently. And I want to have enough time to spend with my family so that I can rest, you know, and have fun and enjoy my life. That's, that's a brilliant success model for somebody who's living in your shoes. So you go out, you go and grab it. All right. So when we are believing in ourselves, when we're celebrating our success and we are really aligned with our own kind of abilities, we can start to really lean into our wins. And your wins are those small steps you're taking along the way because You've set out these goals, yes, but don't forget that along the way, you're going to have lots and lots and lots of little wins. And yes, you're going to have lots of failures as well. So don't forget about those. They are going to happen. Sorry, that's just what's going to happen. It's going to be shit. It's going to be tough. You're going to fall on your face a lot. (laughs) That's just part of the journey. But you're also going to have lots of wins. And these might be tiny. So they might be something as small as Ticking a job off the list that you've been meaning to do for two weeks and you keep putting off. That's a win. You've done it. It's off the list. It's, it's out the way. It might be something bigger. It might be that you have done something really brave that has taken you outside of your comfort zone that you never thought you'd be able to do. It might be as simple as getting on an Instagram live or talking on a, a story in a, in a video. And that might be something that feels very uncomfortable for you, but you've taken that big, brave step. So that's a win. And I want you to celebrate that. Even if it feels like in your, I don't want to talk about myself. I don't want to show off. I don't want to, you know, make a big thing of things. Mind that that's only a tiny thing. It's not a tiny thing. It's a big thing. So you need to make sure you're celebrating it. Every single day, every single week, you're going to want to write these down. They will happen all the time without you even knowing it. But I want you to get really connected into this idea that actually you can chart your wins because that is really exciting. And actually, when you do this, it's so amazing to like see what you have done and to reflect on that. So here are a few ways that you could chart your feel good wins, if you like, the ones that you really 
like want to remember, like, sure, you might not want to put the boring job you ticked off the list as a feel good, memorable win. Maybe you do. Depends what it was. But most of the time, you'll want to really focus on the ones that feel super, super exciting. Okay, so you could have a wall in your office. And every time you have a win, you jot it down on a post it note and you pop that post it note on that wall. You might have a wall planner where you write your wins in every day, you know, one win every day or one like one of those per, you know, per day or two per day so that you can constantly see what's kind of coming out as your achievements per day. You might also, if you, if you're like me and you love a good spreadsheet, you might want to put them in a spreadsheet, you know, why not? Um, chart them across, you know, a number of days or a number of months and, you know, color code them, like go crazy. Uh, your, you know, your wins don't have to be just be this kind of flat structure. They could be all different types of things. So, you know, have fun with it. Or you might decide that you want to chart them in a book. You know, you want to buy a special journal and write them in a special wins journal. Again, why not? You do whatever feels good for you. But what I would encourage you to do is write them down, make them a thing because they are important. They will tell you a story about how much you're growing. Because quite often when we're in business, all we're ever focusing on is what haven't I done yet? Or what do I need to do? Or what have I not done that so-and-so has already done? And I'm now behind this, this sense of like, I'm behind, I should be doing more. Let's flip that narrative in our heads and think about what have I actually done? What amazing things have I achieved? And when you get sort of in touch with this stuff, you can really start to see just how amazingly epic you are because you will be doing major things every week that will take your business forward. So chart the steps, look at the growth, reflect on all of that and see just how far you've come over, you know, weeks, months, and years, because it will be quite incredible. Okay. So I've talked about wins a, a bit here, but I also want to talk to you about lessons as well. Obviously we quite like to focus on the positive stuff, but for me, I actually love failing. I know that sounds really mad. I love to do something wrong because it's so exciting to me that I might have learned something new and I just want to know, like, how can I do that better? Like, what can I do differently this time? How can I make this thing that I've messed up? You know, how can I optimize it for the next time I do it? So you don't necessarily need to focus just on the positives. You can also turn your lessons, the failings that you've had into almost like a positive spin. So yes, you failed. Yes, it was a bit uncomfortable. Yes, you feel quite emotional about what's happened. But actually, you've got a really amazing lesson from that. And so all you spreadsheet color coders, you might want to stick these in as like a different color with like a different like code or something. And that these become, you know, the kind of big lessons that you've had along the way. So I really love the idea that a lesson can be just as rewarding as a win, because then you're really focusing on failure, not being something to fear, but actually something to embrace. I want you to also think about how you can give yourself compassion and grace when it comes to your wins and your failures. Sometimes we're so judgmental of ourselves and our abilities and our skills. And if we haven't done something right, or we haven't done it as well as we thought, 
you know, we'll, we'll judge perhaps, you know, oh, I, I, I spoke too quickly or I didn't say this or I forgot to include that or it was a bit scrappy or whatever, whatever judgments and thoughts we have around our own processes and our own behavior. It can sometimes really give us this sense that we're not doing anything right. And I just want you to try and remember that actually a lot of what you're doing is perfectly fine. And to give yourself compassion, be nice to yourself, be kind to yourself because you, whatever you're doing, even if it's a bit scrappy, even if it's a rough first draft, then it's still doing something. You're still making progress. Nothing you do will be perfect. Nothing, absolutely nothing. If it, if it was all perfect, then you'd never get it done. So accept that, yes, sometimes things aren't going to be absolutely 100% amazing. You might mess them up, but you still gave it a go. And that is more than a lot of people do. So give yourself that compassion and grace. Give yourself grace. The other great thing about charting your wins and celebrating success is that you can start to really connect into your journey of confidence building. And this is something I am really fascinated with. When somebody goes from being quite shy and maybe you're introverted and, you know, confidence doesn't come easily, but you can be an introvert and have confidence. Confidence isn't just for extroverts. And in my belief, confidence is something that you learn. It's not necessarily something you're born with. Yes, some people are born more confident than others, but that's got a lot to do with parental conditioning as well. So there is a statistic around uh, only children having much more confidence overall because they spend most of their childhood with adults. Therefore, they get more attention and they, they, therefore they are allowed to speak more, which gives them more confidence. So this idea that confidence is only the preserve of extroverted, you know, gifted people is, is, is a narrative that maybe you're playing out in your head to avoid you going out of your comfort zone to maybe try new things. Confidence is all about you finding ways to build up practice. That's all it is. It's like the more you exercise, the stronger your muscles become. So the more you practice what you fear, as in things that don't give you confidence, that fill you with dread, the more strength and competence you're going to get in those things. So for example, if you're really terrible at public speaking, the only way you're going to get confident about public speaking is not by avoiding it. It's not by even studying it. It's about doing it and doing it badly for a long time until you get really good because everyone has to start somewhere. And so when you're reflecting on things that you haven't done well, you need to remove that judgment, which is, well, they should have been perfect. They should have been great because you might just be very much at the beginning of that learning process. And therefore it was never going to be great because you didn't know what you were doing. And that's okay because we all have to start somewhere. You know, your first program launch didn't, didn't work. It was a failure. It was a flop. Do you know what? It's your first one. So don't judge yourself too hard because actually it was your first one and you didn't really know what you were doing. If it was the sixth one or seventh one that you'd done and it still flopped, then maybe, you know, the judgment could be a bit more like, okay, yeah, actually, I really need to dig into why this isn't working. And perhaps it is something I, you know, I have missed. But when we're just exercising the muscles for the very first time, we're going to fail. We're going to not get things right. We need to be kind to ourselves 
and accept that that confidence isn't going to come overnight. And really good example of this is, you know, something like Instagram Reels. So Reels comes out, everybody jumps on the bandwagon. All the people that jumped on the bandwagon early and like did the work, got into the work, understood how they function, how to make them, how to, how to hack the system, I guess. Those people are more confident making reels now than the people who, who never tried, who didn't want to try. That's all because they've embraced something that maybe they were scared of doing and they just threw themselves into it. And if you go back to their early reels that they've made, they're probably pretty shite. And they probably know that, but they don't care because they know that those shitty first drafts are going to have to be part of their process. And now they're making amazing reels that are slick and wonderful and beautiful. So be kind to yourself when you're failing as well as when you're winning. Okay, so we've talked a bit about success. We've talked about winning. We've talked about failing, losing, and also about confidence and how that plays a role in our self-belief system. Now, when we have achieved something we're really proud of, or when we've got some wins, it's really important that we actually celebrate that, that we're not just kind of letting it wash over and go past us and onto the next and focusing on what we haven't done yet. It's really important to sit with that, to sit with what you've achieved and to embrace it and to celebrate it. And I am so here for that because when you're building a business, it's so hard and tough at times. And there is a lot of moments of despair, moments of loneliness, real moments of stress as well. And if you are constantly in that kind of mode of, of just hustle and work and, and thinking about clients and you're not stepping back and thinking, what have I actually done today? That's really fucking awesome then you're never really going to appreciate yourself. You're not going to appreciate your business. And again, it's going to kind of erode your self-belief like slowly but surely. So this is all part of the, the practice of really appreciating ourselves and giving ourselves just this massive, like big moment to just like bathe in our success, no matter how tiny those wins are. And I do this all the time and I know people around me think I'm crazy, but I don't care. I will, I will do things to celebrate my success in a way that feels good for me. So it might be that I get up off out my seat and I dance and I dance for 10 minutes and, you know, my family come in and go, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm celebrating my success here. Or I might go, do you know what? I'm just going to go and go for a massive walk and take the dog with me and just have this real moment in nature to celebrate what a great day I've had. So your celebration of your wins doesn't have to be, you know, material things. It doesn't have to be that you go and buy yourself a new pair of shoes every time you win a new project. It could be that if that's what you like doing, but it can be something as simple as just doing something that you love and enjoy. Celebrating success is really about you celebrating yourself. It's not really about anybody else. I mean, yes, there might be some people that have helped create that moment, that win for you as well. So obviously you might want to celebrate with them, but ultimately this is about showing yourself some respect and kindness. So however you like to feel celebrated inside, you know, whatever that means to you that makes you feel loved, that's what celebrating success means. It's it's a moment for you to show yourself some love. So whatever that might be, whether it's a candlelit bath and some beautiful music, whether it's taking yourself out for 
you know, a glass of wine and a really good steak, whether it's hiking up a mountain, whether it is buying yourself a beautiful new pair of earrings, whatever it is that you want to celebrate to make yourself feel loved, you go ahead and do that because you have worked for it. When you celebrate what you have done well, when you give yourself that moment to bathe, (laughs) bathe in the wind, it's such a good feeling and it's something you want to practice, something you want to get good at doing. At first, it feels a bit like, oh, really? Do I really deserve this? Like I've just, you know, won a project, another project, oh, big whoop. You know, you might have a few of those moments. But remember that everything you do in business, everything that every step, every piece of progress that you make is worth celebrating. So find a way to reward yourself that feels great for you that's exciting, that gives you almost like, like you're giving yourself a big hug. For me, I really like to indulge in things that make me feel calm and peaceful. I talk about this a lot. That's kind of my thing. I just really want to find the calm and the peace in my life. So for example, I might book myself a spa day or a spa treatment, or I might take myself off somewhere beautiful for a walk. I also have a lot of candles (laughs) that I buy because I really love having a candlelit bath and just, you know, relaxing and some Epsom salts and listening to kind of interesting, you know, music and, and just sort of, you know, escaping that way. Whatever it is, whatever you want to do to celebrate your wins, then you deserve to do that. And, uh, everyone is different. Everyone has their own little ways that they want to do their own celebrations but just remember to do it because you matter. Your state of mind will be altered by this experience when you do these things for yourself, because as well, you might not have many people who are celebrating your success either. And that's what comes back to, you know, you've got to be your number one hype girl for yourself because so often in this life of business and entrepreneurship, there aren't many people who understand, particularly around us, immediately around us, you know, family and friends around us, they don't get it. They don't see it. They don't understand the toil, the work, the mindset, you know, the battles in our heads, the the worry, the anxiety. And so when we actually kind of almost shut out all that noise, I suppose, and, and just focus on, on, our, on ourselves and celebrating ourselves for what we, we know that we've done, that's quite a special thing. So all part of that journey of falling back in love with your with your own self, not in a narcissistic way, but really in a way that means that you're strong and that you believe in yourself and that you know that you are worthy of success and you're worthy of all the things that you dream of. Okay, so I would love to hear how you're celebrating your wins. I actually, do you know what? I really want you to all tell me how you're going to chart your wins. I want to see some wall planners. I want to see some some wins walls. I want to see your success spreadsheets. So tag me on stories on Instagram or pop your photos in our Facebook group. I'd love to hear from you if you have managed to do this and what you're celebrating because you are amazing. And I know that what you have achieved will feel like nothing to you, but to your future self, you'll look back and you'll go, actually, that was all pretty epic for the time. So it gives you that lovely perspective. All right, that's all for today. I will catch you again soon. 
Thank you for listening today, babe. Now, if you found today's episode helpful, be sure to take a screenshot on your phone and share with your friends. Oh, and don't forget to tag me at Fearlessly Freelance on Instagram so I can share each and every one of your stories with our community. Speaking of which, have you joined our hype squad yet? If you're a freelance woman in search of a women-only safe space to hang out, come and join the Confidence Club on Facebook. This is where you can make friends, ask for help and get access to free resources, advice, trainings and events and much more. Thanks so much for being here and I'll see you soon.